Where does love come from? Is it compatibility? Personality dimensions align like cosmic stars and two people sync. Is that destiny? Can you make love appear? Can you synthesize happiness, satisfaction? Sometimes two people seem destined to drift apart, but fate gets involved. And things change forever. This is the story of Alex and Jacques. Their destiny is not yet written, but we'll learn it together on Pod of Love. fun relationship podcast where my husband Ben and I play fog, fog of pod love of love of love hi Ben hi Mel we play pod of love well this show is called pod of love we, we also play fog of love we're a romance actually podcast we play different romance RPGs like fog of love starcrossed others on the horizon Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. Why? Do you remember that guy? When you I, call the 800 number and he tells you the movies? Like, very vaguely. That was never really... I didn't oh, really he did, and did I were, phone. like, best friends. We're, oh, I didn't know That's you knew really him. That's really sad, isn't it? Why? Is he not a good person to be best friends with? I don't understand. Pretty sure he's a robot. Oh. And you were friends with a robot? So, Ben, what do we have in store for today? It is Jacques and Alex, part two. Yay. Chapter two. And folks, I don't want to spoil. Two squared. I don't want to spoil what is in store for them in this one. So folks will just have to listen and find out. But it's chapter two. It's actually a short chapter. And I decided to keep chapter two as its own episode and uh, save chapters three and four for their own episodes as well. So this will probably be like a four four episode arc that we're on. I think it seems like. Is a four episode arc called a fark? No. (laughs) But we never did conclude. Actually, I think I did definitely conclude what the celebrity couple name for Jacques and Alex is. Because in the episode, you ask me, I'm spoiling a joke for everyone. Is it Jalex or Alhook? Alhook. Ock. 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 The answer is it's Jalex. Well, that's a shame. So before we go on, though, I do want to plug something really important. So... We are part of the All Ports Open Podcast Network. That's our sponsoring network. And the All Ports Open Network has a Kickstarter going on very soon. Yeah. Not right now as you're listening to this, but in the beginning of October, we're going to be launching a Kickstarter called Tales and Tomes Season 1. That's the hope. If it's successful on Kickstarter, it'll be Season 1, where we're going to be telling the story of Tecamel. Ooh, it sounds so mysterious. M.A.R. Barker's Tecamel. It's really fantastic. We're going to have a really cool video sort of introducing the concepts of what this audio documentary is we want to make and why we want you to back it. And I think it's pretty compelling. I think you're going to think it is too. Ooh, ooh. Yes. There's a really cute guy in the video. Uh, ooh. Which, who is it? His name is Father Benjamin Wallace. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually in my collar. I look all priestly in it. I'm at my desk. 
Blaine's in it, and he's looking all Blaney. Who's Blaine? Josh is in it, looking all Professor Josh. He probably hates it if I said that. I mean, well, you did just say. I know, it, so. Professor Wise, I should say. Oh, I uh, see. With his tie on in front of the all, all of our RPG books, Blaine was actually a little upset because have how many uh, Fourth Edition D and D books you can see in there, which <laughs> are all like Tony in my collection of Fourth Edition D and D books. So we have them. Why do you have Tony's books? Well, Tony and I sort of share that collection. Aww, like, are we? That's so yeah, sweet. I know we're really we're cute Aww, like that, aren't we? Yeah. So anyway, we're really excited about the Kickstarter, Tales and Tomes. You'll find, the best way to find out information about it is to go to allportsopen.com and to create an account there so you can like follow along or just watch for us on Twitter at allportsopen, at Pod of Love. All of us have different you know, Twitter handles. There's no, no Avatars Allowed is on there. Refugees of Esmeralda is on there. And we sh- you should follow along. We love it if you did. Also, don't forget to rate and review our show on iTunes. Do that. So that's that's it. So without further ado, I think let's see what happens in chapter two for Jalex. Ooh. Is it, is we're not, it's not spooky month yet. Almost. Ooh. Oh, I just realized if we're doing a four-episode uh, arc for this, we're going to be cutting into October. A fark. Yeah, if we're doing a fark for this, we're going to be cutting into October to spooky month. Ooh. Well, we'll figure it out. Ooh. I just want to keep going. Ooh. On that note, see you on the other side. Goodbye. They continue to date for a while. Would you like to read us chapter two? In chapter two, our grandparents meet. And one of our grandparents says, We're so glad that all of us are finally meeting. And you're such a lovely couple, dear grandchildren. So what are your plans in life? Both of us will tell a bit about our two present grandparents. And both will discard two scenes and draw two new. What kind of situation do you think would have to happen for us to have our grandparents meet? That's what I want to know. Maybe this is where the ghosts come in. No. No. For real though, like what kind of situation would have to happen for for Alex and Jacques to have their to have their grandparents meet? Maybe we just had like a house. Maybe I moved to a new place and like had a housewarming party or something, or you did. You could say you got a new place. How about that? And uh, who knows where Jacques is living these days? But maybe you got a new place and you you had to get you had to you didn't have a great relationship with your last landlord, so you had to get a new place. Like we were moving you in, and the grandparents like really wanted to come and hang out. I don't know, and so they ended up meeting somehow. It's kind of a stretch for these two. I think it works. All right, so we're supposed to tell a little bit about our two present grandparents. So is it four total or one each? What do you think? I think it's four total. All right, so let's see. Jacques' grandparents. What are Jacques' grandparents like? Oh, goodness. That's, I don't even know. I wish everyone could see the face you're making right now. It's your thinking face. I know, which, and then you distract me. Okay, I think Jacques' grandparents are like the most normal, boring, knitting grandma, like country grandpa ever. I think they're like total country folk. I think they're like everything that Jacques isn't in, in like every way. They're like cute old grandma, you know, pop pop out on the farm. He's, you know, like, and now they're visiting the big city to see Jacques. Does he chew a piece of wheat? Yeah, exactly. Alex's grandparents are divorced. Alex's grandfather is gay and that's why they got divorced. 
but they're still really good friends and they all hang out together. All right, so after they say, uh, so what are your plans in life? How does uh, Alex respond to that? Everything about your lives is so amazing. There's just so much love. We want to live just like you did, just without kids. Hope that makes sense. Ha! Uh, we just want to live lives differently than you did back in... in I don't want to live a life like like you. No offense, uh, me, Ma, and Pop-Up. I don't <laughs> want to live lives like you. I, I, I live an amazing life gallivanting around the world with... And uh, that is why I'm so attracted to Alex. Not that she gallivants around the world, but she does with me. We went to Italy last week. It was incredible. Uh, but on our first date, she told me she wakes up in bathtubs sometimes. So, sorry, I hope you don't mind here that I'm telling my grandparents that. No, it's fine. Just put my business out there. It's cool. We didn't match. We don't lose any happiness. We also don't gain any. Jacques, your armpits are just so hairy. <laughs> what? Oh, in front of my grandparents. <laughs> All right, so we do our favorite activity together, which is we go shopping. It's like the best thing we found that we like to do each other. And I'm trying on some, like, ridiculously tight pants. And I come out and I'm wearing my heels this time because you like them so much. And I uh, come out and I like turn around and do a little wiggle. And I say, I'm be honest, uh, Alex, do these fit me? Jacques, they really do. But I'm not sure you really like them. They're not really your style. You don't think so? No, they're a little too plain for, oh, someone, fine, fine, for fine. someone so fancy. Okay, if you say so, if you think I'm fancy, then that's fine. I'm going to uh, go try something else on then. I thought they might have looked perfect. Well, we didn't match again, because I don't think we've matched on a single thing yet, which means we get minus one happiness, and now I'm down to zero also. You're, you can't go below zero. You're just at zero. All right, we're off to a great start in this relationship and this chapter. Boy, oh boy, these two. Okay, um, your turn. I'm going to play a surprise. You mean a secret? <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. A secret? I think I've just renamed secret surprise because every game I say hey, I'm going to play a surprise. Yeah, it's a secret. I mean, secrets could end up being a big surprise. All right. So, you know what? I see your secret and I raise you a secret. Ooh. Jacques and Alex have secrets from each other. Your turn. Would our celebrity couple name be Jalex or Ach? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jalex, for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, Jacques, I know we don't always agree, but being around you gives me butterflies. Butterflies? Really? Butterflies? That is, without a doubt, the most wonderful, amazing, sweet, romantic, beautiful, um, incredible thing anyone has ever said to me, Alex, dear. Oh, I, I love it. That's what I was hoping you'd say. We actually matched for the first time. Boy, oh boy, we needed to. Oh, and you reveal if you have unconditional love in hand. I do not. Uh, neither do I. Alex, dear, you just give me butterflies as well, and I have something for you. I have something for you, dear. Here you go. I got you a present. I know how much you like nice things, and this one's going to be a real surprise. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, is it is it a special watch with my name, with your name on it? Oh, uh, that sounds, that would have been sweet. I didn't go for sweet this time. I, I went for, uh, hmm. Well, I was remembering how we didn't get to go to that erotic movie, and I got you a very expensive designer sex toy. It comes highly recommended. Ooh. Where do you think we are right now? We could be wherever you want for this to happen. If you want to take us somewhere. I think when we're, while we're shopping. 
route shopping, mm-hmm. there's like, a, you know, a street photographer like you see in New York sometimes oh, sure. or like in Disney World, which is different. But <laughs> Not where we are, but no, yeah. I know. And so they offer to take a picture of us and we both say yes. And so the photographer says, what pose do you prefer? It looks like so much fun, Jacques. How do you think we should pose? Well, it's unconventional, but perhaps we could kind of mix things up a little bit and you could hold me from behind. Oh, I we can if you'd like me to, but I was thinking we'll jump up in the air while holding hands. Oh, that's quaint and cute, I guess. Sure. I feel safe when you hold me, dear. Okay, so I think that our solution in this situation is because, like, we're trying really hard to date and, like, we're able to have fun together, but, like, things are obviously not clicking and I think obviously both of us would know that. And so I think we get drunk. I think we go out, we're out, we just start drinking, both of us. Like, it's like, it's like you're out on a bad date, what do you do? You just kind of drink too much because you just, like, need to get through this. And so we just get drunk. Cause may- or maybe we do it more to, like, because then it starts to ha- we have a little more fun. Well, we do have fun, maybe too much fun, and we have drunk sex. And so in the morning we wake up hungover. Am I in the bathtub? <laughs> sure, you're in the bathtub, I'm in the bed, and... We have to both choose what we both think happened. What we both think happened. I wake up and I'm sitting on the bed and Jacques is just thinking, "Uh, nothing happened, nothing happened. I don't think so. I don't think anything happened. I don't think anything happened. Oh, no. We had sex. And I was very careful about contraception as far as I can remember. You ready for the final scene? I am. And a nod to Jonathan Colton. We go to Ikea. Let's go to Ikea. It'll be fun. Okay, I like the idea that uh, on the way to Ikea, I've never, Jacques has never been to Ikea. And I'm like, on the way there, I'm like, this is just such a terrible idea because honestly, how can this stuff at Ikea be any interest to me at all? I love the most impeccable things like antiques and like well-designed items. And then we get to Ikea and he's just like, oh, 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 I, I want this. And oh, look at this piece. I want this too. And I want this over there. And, and we I want should this get this and this and this Ooh, oh, yes. and this oh, and one of these. Jacques, look at this. When we shop together, I oh am just in heaven. Oh my heaven. gosh, look at this. Look, 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 oh, look, look. I can't believe that one. Look at that. What is its name? It's like Gusto. Schweig. Schweig. Yeah, that's better. Schweig. Oh, I want a Schweig for myself. A Schweig of my own. I have seven Schweigs. Will you give me a Schweig? Oh, I'll give you a Schweig. Oh, where there's a lot of beds around here in Ikea. I bet there are. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, we actually matched. And it's the end of chapter two. We match, so we get plus three happiness. Woohoo! There's nothing makes you happy like Ikea. I'm at a whopping five. And you're at a whopping four? Sing a chapter two song. Chapter two is over. over. So what what do you think about uh, these two at the end of chapter two? Well, they're quite... Yeah, what do you honestly think about these two after two chapters of them? They haven't had much happiness together. I think that's because they are self-centered, both of them. Yeah, I think they are kind of, they do seem kind of wrapped up in their own thing, in their own lives and who they are. And they, there's been very little sort of give and take there. And they just don't match on a lot of stuff, it seems like. Um, it seems like, you know, and even just looking for personality dimensions, like they're lopsided as far as discipline goes. Uh, they're lopsided as far as curiosity goes. Um, and there's just no strong personality matches, as it seems. So anything, anything else you think about them right now? No, but I am interested to see what happens next. Yeah, so, I mean... We had drunk sex. That could end up changing things. 
and we'll see what happens i guess uh next time uh as you as the story of these two continues do you like the way we treated alex and jacques though as far as character go- characters go yes yes i do Mel, I have a question for you. Yes. What's a schweg? It sounds like something that you'd find at Ikea. Yeah, but what is it? What do you think a schweg is? We never actually said. Something dirty. Well, yeah. Like you, a potted plant. Potted plants are... Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm just, really, I'm slow. I was, I was about to ask you if potted plants were dirty because... And then I realized the answer was yes. Yes, they have actual dirt I in know. Them. You're so funny. Thank you. You're the funny one. That's what everyone says. So... I have a really important question for you. Why is there a pink feather on your shoulder? There's a pink feather on my shoulder? Yeah, right there. Still there. There really is a pink feather on my shoulder. I have no idea why there's a pink feather on my shoulder. Well, it's too bad that Blaine Martin's not here to ask why there's a pink feather on my shoulder. I'm sure he has something to say about it. So, well, Melissa, instead of listener mail today, we're going to do a new segment for people. Hooray! We do want your listener mail, though. We want to answer your questions about whatever you want to ask us. Romance, dating, love, sex. Desire. Desire. Whatever you want to talk about. Or podcasts. The movie phone guy. Personal questions, apparently the movie phone guy. I don't know where that came from today. I don't know what the deal is with the movie phone guy. We want to answer your questions. Email us, potoflove at gmail.com. Where? Potoflove at gmail.com. I can't hear you. Pot of love at gmail.com. You really switched that one up. Yeah, well, I don't want people to get bored listening. So instead, we're going to be doing this Better Know... We don't have a good name for the segment yet. Something like Better Know a Fog of Love or Better Know a Game. It's like our Better Know the Game section where we get to know them better. Do we get to know them better? I hope we do. So today, we're going to be talking about a card. It's a scene card from the game Fog of Love. It's a drama card. Ooh, Drama! Called Who Will Do the Cleaning? I don't know that we've had this card come up too many times in our games, actually, on the show. Once or it's twice. It's not one of the most common sort of scenes that we encounter. What do you think the most common scene in our game is? Triple that Rainbow. freaking rainbow. Other than the, I'm going to start removing the Triple Rainbow. What, what, other than Triple Rainbow, what else? Uh, probably uh, who? what pose should we do for the photograph? Yeah, definitely like, that, that comes one. That came the, up in this game. The thing about the grandparents. Well, that's, that's because that's always in this story. Okay, so let's talk about who will do the cleaning. So I'm going to tell people about this card. This card, who will do, you know, we don't read all of the cards on the show. We, like, jump into the role play, and we try to do that. So this is kind of break down the card a little bit and talk about, like, and we'll talk about this from a relationship standpoint and do a little bit of advice riffing from it. So it says, who will do the cleaning? An age-old relationship question. Who will do the cleaning? It's so messy here. We must do something about it. I also like that it ca- like that this it, it just assumes that your me- your living space is messy already going right from the jump, which is fascinating. So you both choose and you, you have four options. A, it's best that you do it. I'm not so great at cleaning. B, I'll do it. I'm good at it. C, we'll share. Anything else is unfair. Or D, we'll divide things up the traditional way. Why change something that works? Now, all of those are related to personality dimensions. So it's best you do it. I'm not so great at cleaning is a little less like disciplined. I'll do it. I'm good at it is more disciplined, organized. We'll share anything else is unfair is sensitive, a little sensitive. We'll divide things up the traditional way. Why change something that works is like conventional, less curious. 
And then there's some additional effects depending on what you choose. So just from that, Mel, what do you think about this card? Who will do the cleaning? I want the option where someone else does it for me. <laughs> I know. But what do you think of this card, though, from a relationship standpoint? Uh, is this an issue that comes up in relationships? Does this card present most of the kind of options? Like, what do you think about the personality dimensions it offers? Yeah, I, I mean, on one hand, you play into a stereotype with the status effects. But on the other hand, I think every relationship has this issue in some way, shape or form. Yeah, you know, uh, I guess it's interesting to me because I'm trying to think of a relationship where someone's like, it's best you do it. I'm not so great. I guess that's pretty realistic. People probably are like that, who would say you should do it. I'm not great at cleaning. Hey, Ben. What? You should do it. I'm not great at cleaning. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Then you get to find out if it works. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll report back next week. It does reveal classic relationship sort of uh, issues and sort of um, approaches. Uh, I want to get into uh, this a little bit more in a second, but let's talk about the additional effects. So if you choose, once you choose, if you choose A and B, let's say one person says it's best you do it, the other person says I'll do it, right? You would think that would make you happy, and it does. It makes the person happy a little happy who says it's best you do it because they don't have to do the cleaning. It actually makes the other person a little unhappy, which is interesting because the person says I'll do it, I'm good at it. I guess the card just assumes like they're doing it because they're good at it, but they still aren't going to be super happy about it. I don't know. Uh, There may be somebody out there who actually enjoys the cleaning, and this card doesn't reflect that. If you both say A, the other person should do it, you're going to be unhappy. If you both say B, you're actually going to be happy, and you swap in the love team, uh, Destiny. If you match the, well, share, anything else is unfair, you'll be the happiest you can be from this card, and you'll swap in equal partners into your hand uh, from the Destinies. And if you match with the, we'll divide things up the traditional way, you're still happy, but you're only a little bit happy. Anything else is minus one. So that's the card in a nutshell. And so one of the things about relationships that's really important, whenever I do premarital counseling, I like to talk to people about this. And uh, when Mel and I were preparing to get married, we talked about this a lot, but is is actually answering this question before you're into it. So that's why I think it's so interesting that the card jumps into, it's so messy here, we must do something about it. It's like, so who's going to do the cleaning? It like... You know, this card, I think, is a relationship situation where it's like, oh, we're living together or we're together a lot. The place is messy because we've never decided how this is going to get done. And so you're sort of like it it reveals assumptions about like how relationships work that the other person has. And it reveals personality, but I think even more than that, it reveals the other person's assumptions. And so in premarital counseling, I always talk to people about like naming all of your assumptions about, you know, how marriage should work or just in general how any relationship should work, whether it's marriage or not. And if you're going to be living in close quarters or living together, you know, what do you assume? You know, like because so often those assumptions get unspoken and remain unspoken and they're just like latent. And like one person may assume, well, you know, of course, if it's like a heteronormative relationship, like, well, of course, the, you know, the lady in this relationship does the cleaning. That's traditional. You know, somebody might have that assumption and not even realize they have that assumption. Or, well, my dad always did the cleaning, so I just assume that's how it should be done. And like, you sort of carry those, what you saw modeled in marriage or in relationships, typically into marriage. And so if you don't name them, they can be sources of problems. And if you do name them and have a good conversation, it can be a chance for you to sort of set up a satisfying and happy life. Absolutely. This card gives me a lot of anxiety because I have weird, deep-seated feelings about cleaning based on my own upbringing. Oh, I'm sorry that I picked a card that we picked. Well, it's random. But we picked a card that gave you a lot of anxiety. That's okay. It happens. What about cooking? I know it's not on the card. I'm just asking. 
in your experience as a premarital counselor, do you find that men often assume that the female in the relationship will do the cooking? No, not at all, actually. I've not, not had the experience. Uh, now, I will say I've only married one gay couple. And so all the rest of the couples I've done premarital counseling with have been heterosexual, presumably cis or maybe maybe non-binary, maybe cis or, or some sort of other there may be non-binary gender orientation. Anyway, this doesn't really matter, but like uh, mostly sort of cis heteronormative couples. And yet even so, I will say I've not had the experience that people presume those traditional values. I've had all kinds of, you know, situations where some people like neither of them likes to cook. And so they do like a lot of takeout, a lot of eating out together, or they do a lot of like, uh, they're not a sponsor of this podcast, but they do a blue apron, that kind of stuff. Or I guess HelloFresh is another one that we tried recently. Hungry Root is one I want to try next. There you go. It's There's all, also all plant-based. And Purple Carrot, right, is a plant-based one? It has vegan options. Oh, okay. Uh, they advertise to me as a vegan because they, like, you know, vegan company because of what I look at on the internet. So Anyway, some people do that kind of stuff. Some people I've had, you know, like the the man in the relationship loves to cook and wants to do all the cooking. Sometimes it's like neither of them likes to do it and they just sort of like take turns. So like I've seen all kinds uh, uh, of – so no, the answer is no, I haven't seen sort of just a traditional – I've been surprised by that. that. There's not sort of that traditional. But it's also one of those things just like cleaning that you should discuss – ahead of time like just sort of it's really important i think to just decide like who's going to do what so that you both are on the same page about it so it's not a source of tension or issues it's interesting to me on this card that the happiest result is the one where you're sharing and you say anything else is unfair and you know you are destined towards equal partners because i actually don't know that that is it's interesting that that's the happiest and that the, in the game design now i'm not a game designer so there could be some really good game design reasons why that's the case just from a relationship standpoint i don't know that it's necessarily like the only way to more happy or that that's a happier result than other ones i think that if like one person likes to clean the other one doesn't and you guys agree to that well the other person probably likes to maybe the other person likes to cook and the other one doesn't so like you know if, you definitely want to have balance you want to make sure like one person's not doing everything that and, and as long as you like sort of talk through those things and everybody has what they want and every, there's a lot of consent involved and like everyone is like satisfied with the setup, you can have a lot of happiness. Not necessarily just because like, you know, you divide, you know, you're sharing the work. Now, of course, I guess in theory, what I just said, ultimately from a bigger picture standpoint is sort of sharing the work. It's sharing all of the work, not just the cleaning. And so maybe this card does reveal that, that that's the case. So that's a road to happiness. Yeah, I was just going to say you can't, possibly, at least in any scenario I can imagine, have an even split down the middle as far as give and take goes. Like sometimes in a marriage you give more and other times you take more. But by the time you grow old and die, it's more of a balance overall. <laughs> yeah, they, they could, you just really want there to be ghosts on the show again. No, I hate ghosts. So any other thoughts you have about this card or about who will do the cleaning? Um, my thoughts are that you will do the cleaning. Just kidding. That hasn't worked thus far. <laughs> we split it kind of sort of when we can we're so busy why are we so busy but i think that this card is awesome for like opening conversations yeah i guess it's the kind of card in this game that if you play this game you can like kind of remember to look hey we should actually talk about that ourselves or you can identify like oh that's an issue in our relationship haha or we had that fight ha 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 and maybe we should actually talk about it which i think it's one of these that Fog of love is potentially good at for couples to like, you know. Yeah, if the couple is not 
completely reluctant to self-reflection, then totally. Yeah, or if you sometimes you play the whole game and you sort of forget all the cards along the way. Also true. So that's the first of probably many of these, maybe, of <laughs> we do better know cards. Yeah, maybe you'll come up with a name for the segment. Yeah, maybe I will. So so that's the end of this episode. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to see what happens to Jacques and Alex going forward. Jalex. I can't wait to see Jalex's future. And it's definitely an interesting story. I'm you know, excited for people to hear it. So yeah, don't forget you can send us questions, potoflove at gmail.com. And we want to get your questions to answer them instead of doing this segment that we did today. Also, please rate and review the show on iTunes. We would really like it if you would uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. It would mean a lot to us. Give us a five-star rating would be our preference. I don't think we have any new ones. I forgot to check. You're too busy reading about the horrifying new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. I think it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes, but still horrifying. Don't forget to get a Kickstarter. Go to a website now. It's not quite up on Kickstarter yet. But uh, for Tales and Tomes Volume 1, and please consider backing that show. It's going to be a great way to support us. We're really excited about that project. Hey, hey Benjamin, what's our website if people want to check that out? www.allportsopen.com On behalf of Jellix and the All Ports Open Network, we hope you've had a wonderful time tonight. Welcome to Movie Phone. What if someone's listening to this in the morning? We hope you've had a wonderful time at this time that you are currently existing in. We love you, but we got to go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I am not supposed to say it. Go ahead. We love you, but we got to go. We'll be the one who sails across the seas and takes me safely to the shore. Just laughing at the wind and we 
on what's his fate unfold to the underworld Welcome to Movie Phone. I, I mean, pot of phone, pot of movie. 